This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast and the game is over. Um, Sunderland came down. Exciting game, end-to-end stuff. But in the end, free all. It's windy, you can hear the winds blow in here but tell you something it was an exciting game maybe we should have lost maybe we should have won we got no idea we've got the Sunderland boys in the house and they've been in the bees then today and you were saying that to be quite honest with you the first half you thought you should have won it but the second half it all went a little bit topsy-turvy didn't it yeah coming out in the second half I thought uh, to be honest I believe that Brentford should have won it because uh, we thought we went in half time thinking we won it thinking it was all over think we'd done the job got it all sealed and uh, I believe that Brentford had more of a fight Brentford showed the passion and I think there's only a couple of Southern players that deserve to be on that pitch at the end of the day in the way they just tossed it away and listen in the first half as well I mean you must have been quite excited you probably got a better view than most Sunderland fans of the Sunderland goals as well I mean you had the one that came down when over the top and it went down for grabbing turned the man inside out got inside scored the goal good goal yeah it was a fantastic finish uh, like I say he was he had, uh, had the defenders around him at the same time brilliant control brilliant finish but like I say uh, there's only a few players at the end of the day that deserved to be in that win not wearing right, right shirt I've got to ask the question though the second goal I mean what did you see when that ball was coming across did you think ah what a useless cross in the middle of the, into the area what did you think about that yeah I would, well to be honest I was hoping that we would get more uh, a few corners like we did because I, I knew the wind was in our favour for that half and uh, to be honest I didn't believe it was going it was quite uh, deceiving but at the end of the day the goal's a goal so we'll, we'll take it we'll, punch the ball yeah, in the back of the net exactly. it, was, it was quite bad though wasn't it oh yeah it, it was the, I think the keeper, the keeper was off off by a, a mile but and then and, and, did you like the delay from the, obviously you're down this end but the Sunderland fans at the other end you know it's a delay yeah. about like five seconds yeah, wasn't yeah. it yeah it was, it, was, it was a good three to four seconds delay between the goal and hitting the back of the net they're waiting for the offside I think yeah. <laughs> but second half Brentford came at you and it was difficult for us obviously difficult for both of us because it was such a windy day today so you don't know how that affected the players but we seemed to cope with it better in the second half yeah uh, I, I don't know whether it's obviously the the, the fact that obviously the steam lights obviously a lot bigger a lot enclosed but that shouldn't be the fact they're getting paid to play football at the end of the day a game that they're meant to love and enjoy uh, it's passion at the end of the day Brentford at the second half showed a hell of a lot more passion I believe they they deserve to win that second half by far well fingers crossed if, we don't, if, if we're both not in the FA Cup fifth round in uh, the 17th of, of, of February we'll see you up there up in Sunderland anyway yeah, yeah fantastic hope so yeah it'll be great
we got the Windy, Windy Miller. We're, this is the Windy Millers in the house here. We're standing in the Windy Stand. Yeah, Hurricane Brian, Hurricane Obusu, which we asked for on the podcast this week. If you check the podcast this week, we thought that Brian is an absolutely rubbish name for a, for a hurricane, and we need some more creative Brentford names. But anyway, Hurricane Brian caused a few problems on the pitch for us today, particularly in the first half, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It suited their style of play in the first half and pushed us on the back foot, really. But I thought we were going to get to half-time level and then go for it in the second half. But uh, a little bit of a calamity from the, from the corner where the, the hurricane iron like a lion, Brian, caught out Mr Bentley and you know, that, that gave him a bit of momentum. But I thought second half, we came back well, we played well. I don't think the wind suited us quite so much. Our style of football doesn't really benefit from that out. Our passes were kind of going a bit long and a bit deep, but you can't fault the effort from putting back. We'd have taken a point at half-time, if not before the game. The bees, the, the bees today, we, we got a point here. Are you happy with that or are you disappointed? I think on the basis of the first half, I've said the best we can get out of this game is uh, at half-time would be a draw. Um, so, you know, I'm proud of the boys for the fight. Proud of them for coming back into it. I think Dean Smith, I think, got his substitutes uh, right today as well. Thought uh, McEachern sprayed some passes around and set us down a little bit, where it was all getting a bit frantic and Sunderland were on top. So fair play, you know. Um, Sunderland's come here um, and three lead three one through uh, two gifts, the penalty and the uh, <coughs> and the Bentley calamity. Um, you know, it's got to be happy days. Brentford, another another draw. We're the draw specialists of the league so far, aren't we? Yeah, I think it looks like we are. I mean, Sunderland, I thought they would have... Sunderland are probably not far behind us, to be quite honest with you. But um, what, what happened in that first half? Because, to be quite honest with you, you know, we should be taking these games by the scruff of the neck. And was it the face that, you know... Was it the case that they, they just they just, they just just harried us and, and hassled us, like, was it? Yeah, I think it was a lot of that. I think they were, they were, they were sitting back. They had uh, 10, 11 men behind the ball uh, most of the first half. They were um, very content to hit, to basically hit our weak spots, which are quick balls, turn us around, quick balls over the top, a uh, bit of pace. Um, the fellas' pace for the uh, penalty, what more? I mean, we just couldn't live with him. Um, same with uh, Graben for their first goal. I was starting to think, you know, maybe the centre-half pairing isn't the right pairing uh, for this game because they do lack pace. Um, Egan and uh, Bieland, but actually second half um, they did really well um, not sure how happy uh, Barbe's going to be on the bench for much longer but there we go so look it was a battling performance um, some of them were up for it uh, we were up for it and in the end actually second half on chances um, three chances stick in my mind especially we, we should have won that we should have nicked that 4-3 yeah well Sunderland fans said that as well it's interesting and we put this little, if you check out the, oh, just check out the besotted timeline on Twitter we put out like a little kind of graphic and that graphic was uh, we might put it up again later actually because it really led to uh, um, there was like a sort of profile of both of the teams that was put out before the game and the style the, 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 the positives and the negatives of both teams before the game and what was really interesting is that as uh, we came to half time we thought blimey this profile is absolutely and totally sort of nailed on you know the chances that um uh, that Sunderland got and they scored they got them from exactly what the profile was and they actually exploited our our our, our differences our problems and it's the same thing at the other end so you know Sunderland scored with a ball down the wing over the top they attacked it the fact that Brentford are unable to hold on to a lead as well that was actually a very a massive weak point in Brentford um, and the fact is that you know also it's interesting we score from attacking set pieces as well and we score that wicked free kick so it was, it was quite spot on that actually wasn't it 
It was, but let's be realistic, we should be beating teams like Sunderland. Teams like Sunderland, eh? Teams like Sunderland, we should be beating them. Sunderland were awful today, they were real, real rubbish. Um, bad first half from us, you know, Bentley's slip being commented upon already. Much, much battling second half performance, the battling that I said we would need to do. We dug in as a team and actually got ground out that result with some really exciting and attacking football. And... Uh, we were not helped today by an appalling refereeing display as well. Oh. You know, it puts into context how good the one was last week. Jeez, there we go. <laughs> there you go. Let's get that one in. So hold on a second. Listen, let's not go into that. So the referee last week was not giving free kicks that he should have been. And this referee, you're saying that he's giving free kicks that maybe he shouldn't have been. So aren't they both equal? Over the course of the season, refereeing displays no doubt will, will, will equalise themselves up. But it was, you know, it was a bad one today. I thought, and, uh, I thought I ought to get that in. Uh, moving forward, there were some really bright touches. Really good to see Sergio Canos back. He looks to have bulked up a bit as well during his uh, during his time off with injury, which will uh, no doubt do no, himself no harm, uh, avoiding some of those nasty challenges again that people will go in for. I think, you know, um, uh, Malpe and Vibay interchangeable, coming off the bench. That looks. Uh, he likes to fight Malpay, doesn't he? I've always said that. I mean, Malpay, Malpay, as you know, I think I've said this before on the podcast, Malpay is our Jamie Curitan. He'll wind up opposition fans, he'll wind up opposition players, and there's no harm in that occasionally. We need players like that at Brentford, something probably we've been lacking, players with a bit of bite like that, which is really good. And on the whole, slightly disappointed because it was a game there for the taking, but hey, you know, you can't complain too much when you've seen an exciting three-all game. Sunderland boy in the house here and uh, what I'm going to say to you is that 3-1 up at half time and it's 3-0 at full time have you got a smile on your face or have you got a scowl I've got something in the middle I'm, uh, I, was, I was hoping we'd carry on with the result like but uh, I'll take threes apiece because we've been a bit dodgy lately I mean what happened in that game today I mean, the thing is that in the first half we had a good 20 minutes or so we were ahead of you we were all over the place, all of a sudden the ball started going in the air and we fell apart a bit, didn't we? You did, but I think we lost concentration early second half and I think that's when you came into a bit, uh, home advantage and all the rest of it, so threes apiece, I'll settle for that. I mean, I've got to look at you defensively. Kone, tell us about him. He was, he's a bit of a man-mountain, isn't he? Oh, no, no, he's good, he's a good player. Yeah. Um, but again, a little bit of concentration lap. I think he let your boy down there. Who was, your, who was your left winger? He let him in a bit, didn't he? Yeah. So, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm all right. I'm happy with threes apiece. Is it, I mean, what, what are your expectations in this division? Not be funny, you're a Premier League team. You've got players out there, you know, AD McGee and all these players. They've, they've got to be on 50, 60 grand a week. And John O'Shea's 70 grand. John O'Shea's 70 grand. I'll take. I was expecting playoffs. Playoffs at the start of the season. About six games in, we were looking good. Uh, what are we on? Nine games now. Um, 12, isn't it? Or 13? Was it? I thought it was 13. 12 or 13, is it? Uh, Mid table now. But you're not mid-table at the moment, though. They're saying, you? No, no, no. Mid-table expectations. I think we'll turn it round. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I mean, but today, how about your day out? 
I've enjoyed it with these buggers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You've done a few, done a few, done a few pubs and stuff, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, certainly have, yeah. Heaven, yeah. okay. Uh, Hall Scars, a new inn. Yeah, you've done so. You've done the full. Yeah, I've, the, done the, I've done the tour. Yeah, yeah, you've done the full tour. So you, you're going to be back next season if, if we both manage to stay in this division. Yeah, certainly will. Yeah, sure. Right, okay, have a good one, man. Thank you. Listen, the game's there, and we've had, a, we've had an hour or so to pontificate on this one. Good result or bad result? I think three-one down at half-time. You have to take the point. Uh, if you're being philosophical about it once we equalise there's one team in that game Sunderland fans said exactly the same thing probably should have kicked on and won had a good good chance there really header should have gone in put it like this philosophically 3-1 down at half time feels like a good point Brentford we seem to be sort of crawling our way sort of up the table What's going wrong? I mean, you could argue to say we haven't lost in, what, six games now? That looks good on paper, but on the flip side of it, we're not really winning, are we? I think we lack a bit of composure, both at the back and going forward. We're not taking our critical chances. We're creating a lot of chances pretty much every game. We don't look assured. I think the problem that we have is as soon as we get in a commanding position, we seem to lose our our bottle a little bit. So for 10, 15 minutes after scoring, we always look vulnerable. You showed me that stat from winning positions. We're not good enough. We're not assured enough. And I don't know what it is because looking back historically when we've been in the championship, we've gone on and we've secured those wins from, from good positions. So something's changed this season. I still like our commitment to playing good football, but maybe we need to start winning ugly a little bit more. Got another Macum in the house today. First of all, I want to say you enjoyed your day down here today. Uh, the Brent, Brentford fans are absolutely, absolutely first class. So you had a good time, yeah? I mean, yeah, loved it. Yeah, good, good, good. And coming to the game of football today has been, you came down here today and a lot of Macclesfield fans I spoke to were a little bit down in the dumps. They weren't sure what they're going to get out of this. But at half-time, you must have thought three points were in the bag. Uh, seriously, seriously, if you, if you are a Southern supporter like I am, right? 3-1 up at half-time, right? Nothing's ever, ever guaranteed. Seriously. And, and the second... 3-1 up, right? We, we, should, we should have closed the game down, right? But we didn't. The second half, there was only going to be one team that won that match, and that, that, that wasn't Sunderland. I mean, so second half, I mean, we came back into it, and we came back into it hard. And we got two goals. Do you think 3-0 was a fair result? Or do you think, actually, Sunderland might have actually kind of lost all points? Uh, I, th- I think on, on I think I think over 90 minutes it was probably the fair result to draw but Sunderland were 3-1 up out of nowhere and then this the best the best team in the, the best team in the game right with Brentford by far nowhere we, we, we found ourselves 3-1 up at half time and if I was the manager of Sunderland, right, I wouldn't have gotten beat from. The, I, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have come away from Brentford with less than three points. Brentford second half played really, really well, but Sunderland shouldn't have given the chance to play really well. Three's a piece. To be fair, if I was a Brentford fan, right, I'd have been a bit disappointed that we didn't come away with all three points. So listen, fair play to you. Like we said to you, let Sunderland fans. We met a lot of you down here today. 
good people, football people, honest people as well. Like you know what I'm saying, you say it as it is. You watch the game. Brilliant that we come down here. We have a few beers. We have a few laughs. You know, lots of Sunderland fans are in the pub here before the game and after the game, just drinking. You've gone back. Where does it go from here as well for you? I mean, how do you see your season panning out? I think it's going to be a long season for Sunderland. I was just talking to a gentleman at the bar there before and I said to him I, I asked him right that when that if Sunderland sort up next season because I, I've got no doubt that Brentford will stay up if Sunderland sort up this season next season when we play Hughes I'll meet him at, this, at the end of the same bar and I'll ask him the same question as I did there you tell me who, when you will ever ever get a better away, away support coming, coming to Brentford Sunderland's away support, right? Sunderland supporters, right, deserve far, far better than what we've got at the minute. But, but no football club has got any divine right to, to be, to, to expect to be the top of the league or in the Premier League or on Championship, like Newcastle fans do, right? We second bottom of the league and we second bottom of the league for a reason, because we're the second worst team in the league. Come down here today, right? Brentford fans, right? Are, are absolutely first class. And the player in red and white stripes as well, so which, which, which is always a good thing. But, like, like I said, the, the, the lad that I was talking to at the bar, right? He's, he's a Brentford fan. Brentford are definitely, definitely not going down this year. If Sunderland still. Which I, the only reason that we will sell up is because of our fans. I've, I've arranged to meet to meet him next year, right? And I ask them any if any team brings anywhere near as good a, as many and as good fans as what Sunderland are. Okay, and, and what I'll say to you, and I think there's a good point there. But what I will say to you, in in in, in defence of, of of that, um, because we get a lot of fans coming down here. But what we do notice is that. From the northeast, all the fans that come down from the northeast and the games we go to the northeast, we love going to the northeast because the fans there absolutely teething tremendous. Even the Hartlepool fans when they came down, they were a proper laugh, you know what I'm saying? But listen, Middlesbrough. To be fair, I mean, they went up a couple of seasons ago, but we have had nothing but jokes and laughs at Middlesbrough. They come in this same pub every single time. They know it. They fill it out. They're 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 polite. They're friendly. They're knowledgeable, and we like them. And we went up to Middlesbrough a few weeks ago and. You know, we already reckon it's our best away game. It's an absolutely brilliant place. But the North East, Newcastle, I know that you're not happy with so, Newcastle. So, uh, so, New- so, so, so you think Middlesbrough's your best away game? Newcastle, Middlesbrough, I've, I've been there four times. I've been there four times and it's absolutely brilliant. Well, I, I, think, I think you should go to Sunderland this year. As you, uh, go, go to Sunderland this year. And during we, we are our football team is shift, right? Our football fans are first class, right? And I'll tell you what it is, the way, the way that the Brentford fans, right, have tracked the Sunderland fans today, right, is is first class, right? When when Brentford go to Sunderland, right, I guarantee you will have the great you'll have an f- absolutely fantastic day. Go and watch Way Philly. You play in red and white stripes, right? So we all winners at the end of the day. As long as you as long as you hit the mugs, nobody gives a fuck. So, <laughs> all right, listen, well, we look forward to that anyway, man. Good luck to you and, and safe journey back. Yeah, and good, good luck to all you, Brentford, as well.
And listen, I've got a Brentford boy in the house as well, man. So just, just tell me about the game today. Um, I mean, we talked to the, yeah. the Sunderland man there, and he was a uh, he, he gave the game to us. He said we should be disappointed that we didn't get the three points. Are you feeling the same thing? Yes, I think personally. For after the Millwall game, I thought for me Millwall was more of an opposition, like come up against them lot. So I thought I'll stay be alright. But then I heard about obviously you've got the wind, that storm coming along as well, and I knew what's going to happen is Brentford they can't defend against a long ball team. So I, in my way, I went 3-0 Brentford, but then I knew for the fact it's all storm, 50 miles per hour win. I was like, it's going to be one of those games where fighting against it. But, and then they, I'll take a point against Borough, uh, not Borough, sorry, Sunderland. Then if they beat us, then it's back to square one again, and relegation scrapped again. So I'll take a point. I would take, take a point, but you know, again, you have, you have to look at it. You know, a relegation over 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 forty six games. And I know you say that we haven't got the points on the table, but. We're not a terrible team, and, and, and there's terrible teams that get into relegation straps, right? And at the end of the day, I mean, we showed that we could scrap it out again today. We came back from 3-1 down. We fluffed it in the first half. We came back from 3-1 down. Last week, we scrapped it as well. You know, I'd be very, very disappointed if we were at a relegation scrap side because, you know, we, we, we do play half-decent football, and we, we, we can put the ball in the back of it when we want to. We can defend when we want to, and we can do the right things. Well, that's what's coming out, so... We're not going down 3-1 and then, like, giving up. We're now actually going down and battling. It, this game reminded me a bit like Burton Albion away last year, where we went down at half-time and they were like, no. 3-0 at half-time. Was it 3-1-0 or 3-1? 3-1 at half-time. Half time. We come back. We scored. 4-3. I mean, yeah, I went to my mate's stage. I'll be honest with you. I said, right, I'll give it 15 minutes. If we don't score, I'm going to hive, get a beer there. We scored straight away, so for me, I'm banned from all. I know that I'm banned from Facebook groups and that sort of stuff. I personally think this team is capable of getting our top six. The players we have, like they're showing it as well. If you go three-one down, I don't care like where about Sunderland are. They're bottom or top. They're still a big club. There's still big responsibility on that like shoulders. And they've gone three-one down. They've come back, got two goals, and they're still going for more. And for me, that shows that they are capable of doing stuff. Like, and they were unbeaten in six games. We've got three wins, three draws. We're not in bad hands, but we can achieve so much more. If you look at all the stats as well, that Sky Sports are all releasing and all that as well, it's saying the amount of shots we've had first, on target first, shots against second. Like, it's showing all that. And one thing I will say as well is you talk about stats. I mean, a lot of people say stats mean nothing, but what I didn't realise now is that apparently the stats of this game was Sunderland had two shots on guard target yeah. and they scored three goals yes. because the goal that they, they actually scored wasn't going in but Bentley punched it into his own net yeah exactly well it's like as well it's such a way this year I, I didn't go to it such a way but I know if I was watching it on like my on Sky Sports and on my Bet365 app and all that sort of stuff and it was saying oh we had about six shots they had one then they went on their first attack their first shot on goal and they scored I think that's what it is for me we still with that the clinical shots I think for me as well it's like they get one shot on target and somehow the other team's getting it banged straight in I think that's what we got to be a bit more like as well we've got to be a bit more ruthless when it comes to it like you saw for me Sawyer's this season from last season Sawyer's for me was I didn't really like him but this year Sawyer's for me is like best player I've seen like for me he's player of the season didn't have his great game today though yeah, I mean no, he yeah. gave the ball away a lot he got, yeah. he, got, he, got, he got dispossessed from behind which again if you look at it and just yeah. look on the beside Twitter we put it out again um, this is a very good side of um, these guys 
of the Sunderland. They know how to depossess players, getting the ball off the team, and we needed to be a little bit more on our game today, knowing that Sunderland were very good at doing that. They're hard players for me. They've got Kone, the centre-back, big unit. He's going to go into him. For me, it's like you've got Catamult. Yeah, he ain't great, but he's a like Douglas. So that's all player. So I saw like when it's like second half, I saw his, he got on the edge of the box. He could have shot, take a touch shot. He took a touch and it's like he wouldn't go in like trying to shoulder barge him. For me, it's like some of our players, when they come under battle, they're a bit second class. But when they come, when they've got room, they've got loads of space, like bolting away. When they've got loads of space, they can, they can be like amazing. They can cause so much trouble. But I think we need some players, like even like Canos is back, that's a positive. I think, so you're comfortable with me, listen, we got the point today, yeah. we've got a few more weeks, but you're comfortable with that we're going to pick it up over the next few weeks? I, I know, I know this team, I know this team is capable of getting top six. I know, we might not get top six this year, but it's like last year as well. We were not that great last season, it come up past February and we picked up points. We kept picking up points, we finished up ninth, like, we could have kept going. But which is the extra games, I think it's like... Season finished too early, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I think if it kept going on... Blackburn, he's his mate. He knew Fatty wanted to lose. Keep try and keep him up. But I think for me, yeah, they can do it. We've got a great team. We know they can score a goal. We know they can, maybe not defend, but we can know that if we lose C two, we're gonna we're gonna score three. So I just, yeah, for me, I think we'll be all right. We're steady hands. We're all right. The beast fan in the house. Did you say we were awful? You, you really thought we was awful? I, I thought we really struggled in the first half. We could have done a lot better. We made some really really silly mistakes. Is that before or after the goal, though? Uh, I, I think before the goal, I think Ryan would just challenge. You know, you don't do that at any level. Running When somebody's gone past you... I mean the penalty? Yeah. So this is after the goal? After, after we'd scored our goal and we were... Because we were, we were commanding when we, when we scored our goal, weren't we? I don't think we were commanding. I think we were good. But I think, you know, if you're commanding, you, you are one or two nil up. Yeah, and I think what we did was we... you got to go... You've you got to go one nil up before you go two nil up, then, don't you? <laughs> well, I like to push Brentford, right? Brentford, you know, we, we need to do but we need to do better. It's a great point in the end, but, you know, the, the challenge was we made silly mistakes which gave away three goals. And we need to wipe that out of the game. So, to be fair, also, the three goals were all in the first half. They were. So, was it a game of two halves, or were we... A- absolutely, absolutely. We were, you know, the, the tenacity we showed in the second half was, was fantastic, and I'd love us to do that in the first half. But do you think the tenacity in the first half is because they got a rollicking in the, in the dressing room half time? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I think Dean Smith, you know, had them, he had them on the wall and said, you've got to do more. And actually, one of the other things I think we, we, we did in the second half, we had a bit more bite, so we bought a Neil Morpay. I think he was outstanding. You, know, you could see the, the Sunderland defence really not like his aggressive nature towards them, so it was great. So interesting we talk about that, because sometimes people moan about Dean Smith's substitutions, but you thought the substitutions worked today? I, I thought the substitutions were great today. I thought, you know, he put the cat amongst the pigeons, he wanted to win the game, and, and for me, that was just the most important thing. You know, we, we could have quite easily gone and won that game in, in the second half. It's just a shame we didn't. So, another draw. <laughs> I mean, it's getting a bit predictable now. I mean, I don't know if you do your the pools. Does the pool yeah. still exist, does it? I, I, yeah, maybe. Maybe I'll have to ask my mum. Yeah. yeah, if you did the pools. I mean, Brentford is, is, a, is, a, is a dead cert, isn't it? Like I say, for all the mums out there, you know, make sure if you do the Littlewoods pools, 
a big X on Brentford first of all but definitely yeah um, that, that does seem to be the way it is at the moment I think uh, to be honest it was kind of almost like two teams that just didn't quite have it in them to win the game and probably it's the tale of both team seasons to some extent I mean look one nil up Okay, came off the post and we were like, hey, we were very happy then, weren't we? Yeah, I mean, we were. I think I was conscious of the wind and I just thought to go 1-0 up was, was brilliant. Um, I don't know what other people said about the wind, but I think it played a massive part today. Um, I think it's one of those days where, you know, it's the same for both teams and you just have to try and adapt to it. I didn't think we were particularly good at adapting to it. I thought Sunderland did a better job of adapting to it in the first half. I thought, what do you mean by just through, blowing the ball in the air and just hoping it, it will do something? Yeah, yeah, because, because that, cause you can get away with that, can't you? If Brentford played, you know, we, we, we're not the quickest at the back. That was clear from the first goal. So it's quite easy to put the ball into space over the top of our defenders, isn't it? I mean, why, why wouldn't you do that? Especially as we push forward quite a lot. It's, it's, it's a no-brainer. You can't do that when, the, you know, in the second half, they couldn't do it because if you put the ball up in the air, it came back at you. So they had to play a bit differently. And I think Sunderland kind of did a half-decent job of adapting. I don't think we did. I think we tried to do the same things we normally do. And um, at times, it looked almost farcical, I thought, in the first half. Second half, you know, uh, I guess having the win behind us played to our strengths. But I genuinely thought that, you know, we should have... Uh, I just thought the first half needed a rethink and, um, and we didn't adapt at all. So, 3-1 down, I mean, 1-0 up, and all of a sudden we're 3-1 yeah. down. I mean, I, I thought we were actually quite unlucky to be 3-1 down, not only because it was Sunderland had two shots. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Two shots on target in the first half and, um, and scored three goals, yeah. So we got that scenario, but also the fact they got their penalty in the sort of third minute of extra time as well and it was a, a very soft penalty as well was it? it was it soft I mean I mean, are you saying it was soft that the referee shouldn't have given a penalty are you saying it was soft because Ryan Wood shouldn't have made that he challenge he shouldn't have made the yeah. challenge which wasn't necessary it was, it was farcical I mean uh, you know uh, I was basically saying look if we go in at 2-1 down and then we got the win behind us in the second half Sunderland will struggle to kick to get the ball out because he'll keep coming back at them um, and we'll be fine but 3-1 down is a different story and I to be honest, I was absolutely pissed um, at giving away that penalty because I thought he was going away from the goal um, I mean I am at the other end but that was my general feeling and I just thought if Woods was going to bring him down bring him down earlier take a yellow card or whatever if, you, if, if you're going to bring him down but not, not inside the area I just thought it was a bit yeah a bit naive really and second half to be fair I mean listen we can be critical about them yeah. but they they mounted a massive fight back yeah yeah absolutely and um, you know they played to you know they, they they played to some extent our strengths I think you know he, he made a few he made tactical changes throughout the throughout the second half and um, they kind of worked uh, you know Sawyer's Sawyer's was brilliant for the first 15 minutes today and then I, I pretty much think Sunderland figured him out and basically got their foot in before he had a chance to play in the from then onwards um, so putting McCracken on was you know probably a good, a, a good move but of course physically that makes us even weaker in the middle of the park and it and in some respects makes it harder to control the game but you know I, I, I think he kind of called that right and I think that the two late substitutions probably called right as well um, and you've got to say we had three chances didn't we in the last ten minutes and you know we could have won the game Listen we went in this game thinking we were going to win not in an arrogant way but listen we just thought the way we've been playing our football over the past month or so, something's going to change. With that Millwall match last week, we managed to grind a win out of them, not playing particularly well. We thought, this is it. So, how disappointed are you to come away from Sunderland with a point? 
Yeah, fairly. Um, I think um, obviously after being three-one down at half-time, obviously I'm delighted if you, from that from that from that that starting point. But you know, we got we got to be a little bit disappointed that we we got to that position because a one-nil up. I honestly, and I wasn't taking it for granted, but I stood there on the terraces thinking, you know, this is going to be our afternoon. We, we we could go and score three or four here because we got the early goal and I thought it gave us confidence. You know, to be to be to his credit. I thought Lewis Graben took his equaliser pretty well, and he didn't. He didn't. Um, he didn't. Um, uh, call, it, call it an own goal. Sorry, Maxim Collin just scored an own goal. Oh, that's really embarrassing. That is against Millwall. Oh, yeah. So, but for, you know, um, I think from the from the point that we w- we went one nil up. Um, I thought we could have gone on and, and strangled the game, but you know we, we, we let them we let them back in. Um, the second goal, Daniel Bentley will not ever want to see again. And um, and the and the and the penalty, Ryan Ryan. Quite bad own goal actually, wasn't it? Yeah, and, yeah, it was. I'm being distracted here, but by that, what an own goal. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, I don't I don't give a monkey's about these players that are left now. If I'm honest with you, um, but so yeah, so um, so. Three one down. You're hoping the second half's going to be spun round, and you're 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 putting you know you're you're really really digging deep, hoping. But what they did was excellent. We really took the, we really took the game to them. We fully deserved it, and and I think we were unlucky not to get the win because we we created enough chances. For I, I I've not moaned, but I thought Joseph seemed needed to put in a shift based on previous weeks. He did that today. I thought Josh McEachran produced the the the, the pass of the game when Morpé came on he literally got his toe to it it was a beautiful pass and Morpé would have scored Morpé had a couple of headers forced really good saves um, you know I, 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 Brentford did really well in the second half we're going to be di- we are going to be disappointed because it's more points drops but you know at 3-1 you're clutching the straws and we, we, we fought back well so um, I'm not looking forward to Preston next week I'll, I'll tell you that I think I think we're going to I, I, don't, I don't think we're going to get anything next week okay well listen that's another story we could talk about that in the, the, the podcast on Thursday which is going to be out on 7 o'clock on Thursday but this is the Beside Pride of West London podcast a couple of things please subscribe to us and also review us on iTunes we are uh, we, we, if you just check out on iTunes people are reviewing us I, I looked down the other day there's all sorts of reviews brilliant 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 thank you very much are we going to give you a call out on Thursday as well you know if we've got that you know as well we've got some posters coming out just just give us a couple of weeks as well if you look on the besotted.com website there's some new Griffin Park posters original old school things very exclusive as well on that so check that out but we'll give you more information when they're up there and you go on there and just check them out straight away and also like I say subscribe to us and then we've got our end of season um, social which is going to be at the, the the Christmas sorry the Christmas social the end of season it's always wishing the season away already which is going to be at the Fuller's Brewery on the 15th Friday the 15th which is before the of Barnsley game Friday the 15th of December very limited tickets on that they're not gone on sale as yet but if you go and click on social um, on the Besotted website you just click on that and then you could sign up you'll get an email and we'll email people first of all they can buy the tickets up and then we'll put it out to the general public and that'll go like that as well which would be all good but this is Besotted Pride of West London podcast we got another point we're so used to getting another point 
we're going to get another point. We don't really mind. But we're off to Preston next week, which is one of our favourite, favourite away days. We've already done one of ours, which is Borough. This is our next favourite away day. They're going to be meeting us off the train at 9.30 in the morning. And we're going to be spending all day in Preston. Looking forward to it massively. But we've got all the characters in the house. And as we say... Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.